0: There's a cost to be paid when it comes to health, no matter what. I remember saying this in my 20s. Somebody said, why, do you, why are you spending X amount of dollars on your health already? Why are you doing all these things? And I told him because there's a cost to be paid. i rather pay the cost now when there's no interest than to neglect my health and try to cut corners. Because the longer you neglect, the more potential interest and the potential severity that will accrue. welcome to another episode of executive health and life i'm your host julian hayes Second. back at it again and today it's just me and you in here and we're talking about the um typical mistakes that are made during an executive checkup or thinking even bigger a executive health program in general in large so you're an executive your leader, your key decision maker. And as a CEO, the chief executive, not only of your business, but also of your life, energy is one of your most valuable currencies. And it's essential to be at our best every single day because we are in charge of establishing the vision and the strategy. We're in charge of stakeholder management. We're in charge of brand reputation. We are in charge of investor relations. We're in charge of talent management, we're in charge of risk management, and much, much more. So it's safe to say, with that notion in mind, that our health is not just about us, but it's about our team, it's about our business, our stakeholders, and most importantly, those closest to us. So this is why an executive physical is not just a checkup, it's an investment. Now, I typically use executive physical and executive checkup interchangeably. And so just a, a brief overview, a checkup is a comprehensive assessment that's designed to provide a clear picture of your health status and to potentially identify health risks before they become serious issues. But I like to think about these things when people ask me, Julian, how do you describe an ex- executive checkup or and we call it um, an executive wellness assessment here? It's really there to help you further optimize yourself, because you're adopting a much more preventative mentality, and you're also utilizing the various modern health optimization tools that are available to us now. You know, there's peptides, there's bio regulators, there's gen- genomic testing, there's full body MRIs, there's tailored nutrition, there's wearables. There is so many things that are just coming down the line, and so. Some people, though, have this question, which is asked to me a lot. Why is an executive checkup essential if I already do a regular health checkup with my PCP maybe one time throughout the year? And that's a valid question. And the answer lies in the unique challenges and pressures that comes with being a top-level executive or any sort of high performer. And, or I should also add, if you have aspirations and ambitions of being in one of those positions, maybe you're not there right now. This also applies to you. The high stress nature of your role, the long hours, the constant decision-making, the relentless pressure to perform, along with being under public scrutiny, dealing with market conditions that you have no control over, but you still have to be uh, mindful of. All these things can take a significant toll on your health. And these unique factors are showing up and unfortunately, typically, they will not show up in a standard health checkup. And it's probably not going to fully capture it, especially if you're not showing certain signs of things. It's not going to be there, nor is that its purpose. So there's no need to bash it, um, that type of um, medical um, entity right there. It's, it's serving its purpose for its particular audience. So a, a well-designed executive checkup considers the specific health risks that are associated with your role. And then it's going to, two, leverage modern state-of-the-art assessments and resources. So you're looking under the hood. And a solid executive checkup will have you looking under the hood. It will have you assessing stress-related conditions, unique lifestyle factors that are particular to you, potential health threats that might be overlooked in a regular health checkup. One thing I think in mind is definitely when it comes to the power of genetic testing that is serving as a great indicator. Now, it's not an absolute. There's very few things in science and health in general that are absolute, but it's giving a probability. It's giving you an idea of where to look first and foremost of so something that could potentially go haywire maybe a decade or two down the line. So I want to, as I start this intro here, I want to sum this all up again. And it needs to be said again that any sort of executive checkup executive health program if it's doing what it's supposed to be doing it's not just about preventing health problems it's not just about focusing on sick care as most of the typical mainstream ones do a lot of the hospital ones do those are great by the way as well but there's a different focus and it's that's more of a health 2.0 and i think we're coming into the world of 3.0 in Who knows? 4.0 will be here sooner than later. Now, this modern checkup and assessment, it's about enhancing your performance, first and foremost, improving your quality of life. It's about enabling you to operate with this sustained peak performance because make no qualms about it. You are very much an athlete. You might not line up every Sunday, but instead you line up every day, actually. The athlete gets an off-season. The NFL player gets an offseason. Of course, they're going to work out and stuff like that. But as far as like the, the intensity, it, it's 17 weeks, maybe 2021, 20, if they're in the playoffs. But in business, there's no off season. Your career spans decades. It's not just five or six years, maybe a decade if you're lucky. No. This is a career. Business is a marathon, literally, it's decades. So your assessments and checkups are about helping to ensure that you perform at your peak, not just next week, not just next month, not just next year, but decades from now, ensuring that you can continue to lead effectively and contribute to your organization's success. So with that said, I want to share five common mistakes that I've seen and that I've learned through trial and error that are made when it comes to executive health programs and checkups. And think of these programs, um, some of these, yes, it's typically for executives and people in high-level roles. But even if you're not in that position right now, start to think of yourself as one of those people. Start to see yourself as the chief executive of your life because you ultimately are. No one's coming to rescue you. You have to take full sovereignty over your health. And then fill in the gaps from there with people that can maybe help you. But firstly, it starts with you. So I want you to keep that in mind as well. So the first mistake that I see is lack of personalization. Now, one of the biggest mistakes that you can make when it comes to your physical, your your checkup, your program, or actually just the way you go about health in general right now is treating it as a one size fits all solution and checkup, you know, um, maybe in 2012, you can do that, but it's 2023. Things are moving so fast now. We have so much awesome technology and even insight and research now that there's no need to do this. And so there are common health risks associated with being an executive, there's common health risks associated with being an entrepreneur. And besides those things, you have to take into our makeup our race our ethnicity where we live the region our lifestyle so many things these have to be taken into account with our health so you want these things to personalize towards your as i said specific health risks genetics life lifestyle factors and your personal health and fitness goals you know one thing to think about is what do you want to be doing when you're 90 years old what do you want to be doing when you're 100 years old if you love to ski and snowboard And maybe you're only 45 right now. Maybe you should start. And you have that in mind. So in 45 years, I want to keep doing what I'm doing right now. Well, a great philosophy to have is I'm going to train so I can be able to do those things. So if I want to be a great skier, great snowboarder, what type of training do I need to do to ensure myself that I can put myself in the best position to accomplish that? And that's an easy way to go about how to program your health and fitness. You make it very sport and lifestyle specific to yourself. So, this personalized checkup is going beyond the standard set of tests and screenings. As I mentioned earlier, it's considering your personal, your family health history, your lifestyle habits, your stress levels, other factors that, who knows, we all go through a lot of different things right now. It's a crazy world out here. Interesting world, good world, but still, nevertheless, it's a little crazy at times, a little backwards, in my opinion, but I don't want to digress. So, this involves a comprehensive evaluation of your physical, your mental, your emotional, In totality, it's simply providing a holistic view of your well-being. So so to ensure that you have, um, that your checkup, your physical is the most personalized, what I want you to do is to ensure, um, gather as much information as you possibly can. And that's the easiest way to do it is just to simply have as much data that you can accumulate at the very beginning. And this is going to make the whole process that much better for you. So the second one is to focusing solely on physical health. So health is not just about the physical. For a lot of us including myself, we first started this health journey, this fitness journey because we wanted to improve our looks. Look, I wanted to I wanted to get more women. It still didn't work. I had to learn something else. But nevertheless, it was a confidence booster. So it, you know, that can get you in the door. A lot of times the physical gets you in the door. So at 19 years old That got Julian into the door. a start to really take care of his health and work out and everything. But at 37, that's not necessarily the case anymore. Now, sure, I still wanted to look good physically and everything. But there's a few more things now that I do this for now. And that leads me to reminding you to consider your mental, the spiritual, and the emotional aspects of this as well. Um, uh, We oftentimes overlook the emotional and mental side of things when it comes to our health, especially being more of a go-getter, being embodying more of this entrepreneurial spirit or having to lead a bunch of people, even just leading your family. You're still leading people. There are still people that are looking up to you. There's a pressure that's on you as well. Think about if you are, one of the more successful people in your family there's an expectation and a pressure that comes with that as well so don't dismiss any of those things but those things very much do play a part with your overall health and wellness you know so stress burnout mental health issues these are common among executives and they can have a significant impact on your performance and your overall well-being so as we look into this Consider assessments for mental, emotional health. Think of stress, anxiety, depression, and other different uh, mental health conditions as well. Sometimes there's a relational stress. There's a, a bunch of different types of stress. I think I recorded an episode on the different types of stress. Uh, I forgot the number off the top of my head, but um, if you look in the archives, you can find it. And I covered, I believe, a handful of different types of stress. So. Your checkup here what we're going to do is we want to be able to provide resources and support for managing distress, stress for improving your mental health this could be stress management strategies this could be mental health counseling this could be mindfulness training this could be enrolling yourself in a peer group um you know maybe if you're an executive i know there's things like vistage out there there's and there's other different communities as as well so There's something for everybody now. That's the good thing about the internet is that you can literally get on Google and find something that can suit you. So number three, the mistake here is inadequate follow-up and continuity of care. A lot of times people think of an executive physical, uh, they think of it as a sort of one-off event. I'm going in for two, three hours. Maybe if it's a more uh, comprehensive one, it's one day. Um, Ours is... Up to two days depending on what you do and sometimes people have this like okay i'm going to do this and that's it but that's really not it the actual checkup the actual assessment that is really the accumulation of data that is really just the beginning of the journey for you the starting point for your ongoing health management this assessment if done effectively and appropriately It should provide a clear roadmap for maintaining and improving your health, and this can include regular follow-ups to monitor your progress and to adjust your health and performance plan as necessary. This also can include ongoing communication with your health and performance team or an advisor. Some people have a trainer that's included, a nutritionist, a chef, whoever needs to be included on your performance team. This part is included. So. It's all about ensuring that you have the tools and support that you need to maintain your health and performance over the long term. See, the problem though, if you don't have this follow-up and this continuity of care throughout the year and the months and the decades, it's an easy opportunity to miss when it comes to early detection, when it comes to treatment of different health issues, when it comes to um, different psychological issues. It's very easy to let those things fall by the wayside when you're not continually when you're not continually monitoring those things and that's another good thing about wearables as well which wearables can come into here into play here as well but when it but with the wearables you have to be able to interpret the data and and make it actionable instead of just seeing numbers and that kind of stuff so the fourth one is ignoring lifestyle factors so lifestyle Obviously, it's going to play a huge role in your health, diet, exercise, sleep, relationships, environment, your current state of mind, your company, your stress management, the current economy. So many things can have a major impact on your well-being and performance. And ignoring these things is a huge mistake. It's not, you know, it, it's great to get different types of blood tests, but these factors play a critical role in to a certain extent, they are dictating those numbers that you're getting back from these various tests and blood work. So addressing lifestyle factors, it, it, it's something that is so basic. And I'm pausing here because it's, 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 saying things that are so basic a lot of times that it's so easy to overlook it truly is you would be surprised at the number of individuals who want to take peptides want to take peptide bioregulators want to try different biohacks they're they're looking at talking about toxins they're talking about um, um ice baths saunas all those things are good but how much sleep are you getting? Oh, I'm I'm getting five and a half to six hours. You know, those things are good. All those things are good that I mentioned, but something simple as sleep. It's one of the big rocks of the pillar there that's going to dictate so much. And we're missing that. So we have to remember that much like life, much like business, much like relationships, life is about sequencing. And an example is, I think about Think about the natural cycle of dating. Maybe you, you meet someone, go for a coffee, get to know each other. Maybe you go to dinner, you date another year or two. During that time, you meet each other's parents, that kind of stuff. And then you get married and then you start to have a family. Well, And then what if you instead, you skipped all that stuff. You had a family, but you didn't get married. You didn't meet each other's parents. You didn't really get to know each other, but you skipped all these steps. It's out of sequence and it makes no sense. And that's the same kind of way and the same kind of logic that a lot of times people are applying with their health right now. It's looking into all these other things, these other fancy things, these other shiny objects, which are great, but step one is not being taken care of. So it's just like meeting someone, getting to know them. That's, think of that as your exercise, your diet, your nutrition, your sleep. And then, building on top of that. And so the last one here, which is very important and it gets its own segment. And I know I mentioned this earlier, but it needs to be stated again, and this is going to be in a little bit of a different context. And that is your mental health overlooking the mental health stigma. Mental health is a serious issue in the workplace. Um, It's, it's particularly prevalent among executives, among top performers and entrepreneurs. You know, there's often a perception that executives should be immune to mental health issues. Um, you should just tough it out. You know, I, I was told that. Um, and this makes it difficult to seek help, to admit that you need help, to admit that you are not feeling like yourself because you feel like it's a it's, it's a it's a strike against your character and your manhood and just your your abilities, your competence as an individual. So, but here's the thing, though. The stakes have never been higher, you know, especially as a CEO. The pressure to perform, the pressure to meet expectations in an increasingly competitive business environment is relentless. And as I said earlier, and I'm going to say this probably every other episode from here on out, into, it really gets ingrained in people's head. Business is a 24-7 sport with no off season. And many CEOs, and I can relate to this, when it comes to the mental roller coaster, we can experience some great highs. I can, I, I have experienced some really great highs. But I've also experienced some really terrible lows and some unrelating stress from all different angles with all different masks and disguises. And there's a constant push to embody the ideals of superhuman resilience and unwavering composure. And these things can and will become overwhelming. So amidst, amid these demands, the adage, the saying that it's tough, it's lonely at the top. I'm not sure if it's lonely at the top. But I'm sure a lot of people can can resonate with that. I I think, if anything, I think it's lonely in the middle or lonely in the beginning. But that's a whole different context. I think when I think of this, I'm thinking of the process of building a company, the process of transforming your body. It's only the beginning. But I think when you get to that stage, I think there's a lot of people you come in contact that are just like you that get it. But I get the same. So this level of leadership though, when you're feeling this way, it's critical that you have a confiding, you have a mentor, you have a sounding board to help navigate these types of terrains. So for many CEOs, many entrepreneurs, they ignore the warning signs of mental health issues, such as anxiety, sleeplessness, fatigue, extreme irritability, and many other things. So instead, what they do in this tense and high stress situations, they're going to turn to quick and unhealthy solutions. Alcohol, a lot of it. Maybe not a lot of it, but I think a lot of people think of multiple drinks. I'm thinking of a dependency on alcohol to ease themselves into the night, a dependency on alcohol to fall asleep. Substance abuse, risky sexual behavior, gambling, self-medication, you name it. These things, a lot of these people, they're addicts. We're all addicts. I'm addict at exercising. It's a way for me to help. And to put a lot of energy towards something that's positive, more so than negative, because a lot of times we have a lot of energy to, and if we don't direct that towards something positive, it will become something that's a little more self-destructive. So I found an interesting study. According to Health, um, Headspace's Health 2022 Workforce Attitudes Toward Mental Health Report. Talk about a mouthful. 83% 83% of CEOs have missed work days due to stress and burnout. And 25% of employees identify poor leadership as a top stressor. This is not surprising because effective leadership cascades from the top. When the CEO, when the leader, the captain, the person at the top, when he is mentally or she is mentally optimized, this positive attitude is going to permeate throughout the entire workforce. But poor mental health doesn't just affect the, the individual himself it's also going to stifle the business's bottom line. So by 2030, the American Heart Association estimates that poor mental health will cost companies $6.1 trillion per year. Overlooking this mental health stigma is not only a workplace issue, but it's a personal issue. And we also have to consider nutritional biochemistry. Neurotransmitter optimization. These are areas to look into and to focus on because issues with mental health, sometimes a lot of times it can be faulty thinking patterns, but it's also a lot of the different types of brain chemistries that's going on in our head. What types of food are we eating? What nutrients are we deficient in? These are things that are in our control, but it takes a little investigating first and foremost. So as we land this ship here, the demands, the pressures of executive roles, they they will continue to evolve as the world continues to evolve. And so too does the field of executive health. So too does the field of being the chief executive of your life. So the future of executive health, the future of health in general, it's about more than just preventing and treating health issues. It's about enhancing our well being. It's about enhancing our performance. And this is all through a personalized, precise, holistic care method. It's about providing you with a competitive edge and ability to perform at a high level, not just for the next month, not just for the next six months or the year, but we're thinking decades because your health is not just a personal issue. It's a business issue and it has implications toward productivity, performance, and overall bottom line. There's a lot of people that are dependent on us and that's an honor. And that's a great thing that, and it's a great privilege to have, but we have to do our part. Health is not just about you. It's about your team, your business, your stakeholders, those closest to you. Your health matters. Take the time to invest in your health. There's a cost to be paid when it comes to health, no matter what. I remember saying this in my 20s. Somebody said, why do you, Why are you spending X amount of dollars on your health already? Why are you doing all these things? And I told them because there's a cost to be paid. I read the pay the cost now. When there's no interest then do neglect my health and try to cut corners because the longer you neglect the more potential interests and the potential severity that will accrue so with all this said if you would like to learn more about our private health and longevity management programs and approaches feel free to schedule a complimentary executive health meeting with us our process is a little different than most as it involves multiple calls and um Our first call is literally just, uh, it's a high-level meet and greet with me, and we're just going over basic conversations, basic things, just to really get to know each other. Both of us agree that um, it's good to go to the next step, then we'll have a more in-depth conversation. But anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world. You could be consuming anything. You could be listening to anything, but you decided to hang out here with me, and I am eternally grateful for that. And I hope it was valuable. And until next time, stay awesome, be limitless. And as always, go be the CEO of your health and your life. Peace.